What's happening, weirdos? What's happening? What is happening? We'll pause so you can answer like Dora the Explorer. Oh, my God. Do you see the monkey? Yeah, he's in the tree. We were watching that and Leela looked at me like to see if I responded. Like she asked a question. Leela, by the way, it, I sorry. No, go for it. I, I, I got you. I heard you. You got me. I, I'm with you. But um, I told her a story about a red polar bear once. And she, oh. last night I'm taking her up to bed and she goes, is the story about the red polar bear not true? She. Wow hates and i go sometimes baby i tell you stories with make-believe and magic that aren't in this world yeah it's like in a make-believe world yeah and she fucking hates it she doesn't, she doesn't want it at all because she doesn't want to be tricked yeah it's interesting i, I should say that it's like i'm not tricking you i'm i'm, I'm trying yeah. to tell you a story and i'm like there are things that are true it's hard to explain i know i said because i told her a not true story last night and she was like, is this true? And I was like, it's true in my imagination. But then I was like, and I collected a coin and I collected a yeah, yeah. thing. And she was like, do you still have them? And I was like, You uh. know what? I, it's actually funny that you say that. It's because Leela wants stuff and she wants the pink polar bear. Right. She wants it at our house. It's not so much the That's lie. True. Like I tell her a story about, I've told this the seashell necklace that you wear that helps you breathe and talk underwater. And she wants right. it. She's in a very... Get like, it. Yes. Obtain. She's in an obtainium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unobtainium. She's in an obtainium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I am, uh, everybody, I am in North Carolina. If you hear this the day it comes out, please come out. <laughs> please. <laughs> just, just please come to my show. Go to PeteHolmes.com. <laughs> You know, St. Louis was great. It, the shows didn't sell out, which is fine. It's okay. But there's I'm so much. It. I'm over it. I'm still <laughs> upset about it. No, but like, there's so much more fun when they do. And it means so much. Speaking yeah. of which, fuck that it didn't sell out. People drove in yes. from Oklahoma and stuff. Aww. Like, so thank you to everybody that came out. I'm going to check myself. I just wrecked myself. So I'm going <laughs> to check myself. And uh, I met a guy named Phoenix and his girlfriend, uh, Molly, and they told me about an artist who has an album called Nothing's Real, So Nothing's Wrong, Aww. which has been great. Just, I've been listening to it, but also just having that in my back pocket. Phoenix and Molly sound like a very cool That's couple. what I said. Yeah. It's like a great couple name. Yeah. Nothing's real, so nothing's wrong. It's like really nice for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Any go to PeteHolmes.com. There'll be more tour dates uh, forthcoming. Mm-hmm. Indiana, Chicago are going to be added soon. And if you like the show, try a Pete's Pick. You know the deal. This supports the show. It means a lot. Katie? Only one thing to plug up top, and it's our friends at Living Libations. Living Libations is a hair, skin, eyes, teeth, a beauty care company that has changed the way I look at beauty care. Beauty care. That's what I'm going to call the, the market. But, you know, things you put on your body end up in your body and so many things we put on our body are toxic they're filled with chemicals they're made by corporations that don't care about you whatsoever and i fell for it i fell for the marketing i was like it's got a french name or it's it's expensive so it must be good for my skin nonsense you should recognize the ingredients on your skincare in the same way you should recognize the ingredients of your food because what you're putting on your body gets in your body Living Libations is here to help. Not only is it natural with things you can pronounce and understand, but it's badass. It works. It's the best exfoliant I've ever used. It's the best moisturizer I've ever used. They have gum care, dental care. They have baby care. I always mention that we use their Love the Sun sunblock because it's the only actually clean zinc-based sunblock that I've found, and it works. You can buy a little bottle. It'll last you a really, really long time. So Living Libations is a great way to support the show. We only uh, endorse things that I actually use and actually love. Living Libations is one of those. So if you want to show some love to this show, if you enjoy the show, go to livinglibations.com slash weird. You'll get 15% off everything you see there. You can just get a tongue scraper. Scrape your tongue. That's something I didn't figure out until I was in my 30s. Scrape your tongue. Don't just brush your teeth. Scrape your tongue. Get some sunblock. Get some skin care. Get some eye care. Whatever it is that you'd like to replace and slowly up your medicine cabinet game, just get something little. Or do what I did and do a complete overhaul. 
It makes a difference. It supports the show. I personally appreciate it. And do your body a favor. Go to livinglibations.com slash weird. 15% off everything on site. You get a premium, natural, and wonderful product to replace the random chemical neon blue nightmare that they sell at 7-Eleven. Livinglibations.com slash weird. All right, everybody, hope to see you on the road or maybe at Largo, largo-la.com. If you're going to be in Los Angeles, those shows are always great. Kumail did the last one. Uh, They're once a month, largo-la.com, PeteHolmes.com for everything else. Valerie? Get into it. You know what's funny is Leela never um Leela never really bites for like my bits. She doesn't bite for my bits. She doesn't bite she doesn't take bites of your bits. She doesn't take bites of my bits. I'm always wrapping them in, you know, deli paper and a little bit of that easy to remove tape. You know what I mean? No. You know that kind of light brown, oh, yeah, easy yeah, to yeah. remove deli tape? Yeah, 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 sure. Love a light brown, easy to remove deli yeah, tape. Yeah, why are we using that tape for most things? For most things. I would say... There's a lot of tape mistakes, and that was yeah. the easiest one to walk it back. I would say I deal with the difficulty of taking tape off way more than I deal with tape not sticking when I need it to. You deal with. I deal with. I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> I thought you were saying ideal, like ideally. Oh, ideal. Ideal. With. Ideal with. I was like, are you, I know it's kind of hacked to say, are you having a stroke? But I was like, is this a stroke? You know what? Ideal. <laughs> you know what's ideal with? What? Okay. With all my health scares, don't joke about that. <laughs> yeah. My butt just stopped hurting. What do you mean? From all that AP, ass play. Oh, no, oh guys. God. It's fine if that's what you're doing. It's just, I, uh, let's not talk about it first thing in the morning. It is but first I guess thing in the morning. We can. I, uh, no, I, I'm just offering, <laughs> I'm regretting my ass play riff. Yeah. Don't say yeah. <laughs> well, I regret like, it as well. Well, okay, then here we are in the wake of regret. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel it. It's going to yeah. tingle. It's going to sizzle for a few more moments. Why didn't I stay on the tape riffs? Why was juicy, I... juicy tape rips. Duct tape. That's the Sharpie of tapes. Oh my God. It's the permanent marker of tapes. Somehow this feels like... Deli tape is the pencil of tapes. It's easy to remove. Yeah. Oh, I won you over. You were like, I don't know about this riff. Scotch I'm... tape is regular ballpoint mm-hmm. pen. The kind you can kind of smear. You know what I mean? If yes. your finger's wet, you can smear that. You love those types of pens. You wow. love a goopy, a goopy pen. I like a wet pen. You like a wet pen. I hate a wet onyx. pen. Onyx. Here it is. In fact, oh, no, it's not Onyx. I called it Onyx. <laughs> I was way off. Oh. Onyx is probably a, an Egyptian rapper. <laughs> Uniball. Uniball but Vision Fine. That's it should my pen. be called Onyx because it's so... On, so I was looking for a pen this morning to sign a field trip thing. Yes. And I opened the drawer. There's thousands of those pens and yeah. i was like i can't find a pen because i don't even, don't consider, even consider them the as an option because Why? if you barely accidentally bump it it's gonna smear the whole thing Yeah, i'm like thomas jefferson and- i have to like you know they have that <laughs> they like shake kind of like there's like a paper salt you know what i mean <laughs> no there's certain like inks that, that you know in the olden days that write with their feather oh. and then at the end they'd go they'd shake something on it like a like oh, a yeah. like a mineral. Okay, I've seen that. And then that. they'd blow yes, on it. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I like. <laughs> you do like that? No, I don't. Well, I we, just keep my fucking mitts out of that ink. We were talking about this actually at my writing retreat. We were at like talking about our favorite pens, and I was saying that you use the most masculine pen possible. Where well, it's, it's a, like it's sharp as fuck. It's super sharp. It's bold. It's it's as bold as it can get. That's what I like about and it. it's just like kind of imposing it doesn't give a fuck if you want to touch your hand to the paper it'll smear all over you and the paper i'm gonna write with it right now i'm gonna write the word test and i'm gonna count to one two and now i'm gonna touch it and it didn't get on me okay now write test and just touch it immediately okay test and i touch it immediately it smears yeah but i mean you don't touch every word that you are you touching it because lady it ain't braille (laughs) i know i'm just kidding what's your favorite braille pen 
<laughs> it's just a hole puncher. There's some riff here. It seems insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, though. This is actually my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite area. In 2023, you find these areas like, can you? Like, can we riff on what a Braille pen is? And you're like, easy. Yeah, easy. I was going to say something that might be insensitive. Well, it certainly is privileged. Uh, Well, I'm listening. To me. And I haven't been listening this whole time. (laughs) But now I'm perking up. (laughs) This is what it takes to get you to listen to me. Uh, Oh, my God. We have to talk about. It sounds like we're talking about drinking. Like day drinking. Oh, yeah. And we have to talk about apparently. Yeah, apparently. I'll write it with my wonderful pen. Mm-hmm. apparently and drinking um, nobody drank it's just just a, to finish that go i was ahead. gonna say i don't use a pencil but we should all be using pencils it's the only one that has an eraser where you can make mistakes and it not be like a big deal hard disagree <laughs> this is really showing i have no need for pencil you you don't make a mistake when you're writing like on a card every single card i write no, I, make I know a it's very endearing a card from Val is filled with oh like God. a D that's correcting like what was clearly an F. Like it's oh like a triple God. line. Like you, you line over the F so many times and then you turn it into a D as if anyone. And I always I'm tell you, so... just cross it out and write it like own the mistake. Oh, but you, you're trying so to... ugly because I'm trying to make it beautiful when you open Look, it. Look, I love you with my heart whole heart no and a card from you is a little goofy it's a little bit of a meal on wheel (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying i feel so i've been in a lot of cars going to weddings and you're filling it out and it looks like a ransom note it It really does (laughs) it's so bad why can't i write i get nervous you're breaking it you do get nervous you lock up because it's on the record it's on the record and you're like we don't have another card and yes i am always doing it in the car on the way to the event so i gotta work on that yeah i don't feel very good about my handwriting never have I and love your little handwriting. I, I always look at it and I go, Leela's going to know this as her mom's handwriting. It's really Isn't that wild? sweet. You're that's a mom's so handwriting. I know. I know There's my mom's nothing, handwriting so well. You could well. show the fiercest dictator his yeah. mom's handwriting. Yeah. And he and would love take it. pause. Because my mom hates her you handwriting. You could stop and a war I, with your mom's handwriting. You could. Like, like truly, don't I could. Forget I to think eat I an could apple today. Stop, I could probably stop a panic attack in its tracks thinking of my mom's handwriting. <laughs> I could stop a panic attack in my tracks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's true. Uh, with a, my mom's drawing of a cat. She draws oh, a yeah. she draws a cat in a very specific way. Yeah, and I uh, could see my, that and my whole life. I love that. Well, my mom also messes up <laughs> cards. No, it's your mom's like whole vibe is a woman who know, messed up a birthday card which in is, ink. I know, <laughs> which her. is why it's so embarrassing <laughs> that I'm the same way. No, I love. It's I so, like your mom. I, I like know. Your mom. I like my mom too. Like if you end up being like your mom, and I just you know personality kind of like a little flighty or whatever, a little ho, 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 like all over the place. Yeah, it's great. Your mom's mm-hmm. like a like a spilled glass of orange juice. I know. It's not a lot. Well, I'm saying like a hotel serving <laughs> in the 80s, the little glass of orange juice. Yeah. Meaning you can get it with those papy naps. Yeah. Little papy yeah. naps is going to, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Nobody's, didn't get on the pancakes. Okay. I'm I'm losing how this is my mom. But Your mom fine. is a small spill. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know how okay. else to say this to I you. don't. I can't say this more clearly. She's a small spill. Some people are a hole in the side of a like a like a truck that refills gas stations. You know, yeah, like, she's just a little. Oh man. Yeah. And you get the baby naps. <laughs> okay, but here's the offensive thing I was gonna say. Can't wait. I was gonna say, like Braille is so '90s. <laughs> Braille is '90s. Why? But it must just be because that's when I learned about Braille and because that's when I was like going to public libraries, no, look, going I'm gonna, to I'm going to write this riff in ink. <laughs> okay. You know, like there's no, there's no lollygagging. I don't think you can say pussyfooting anymore. There's no lollygagging. <laughs> that doesn't even work. There's no not, stop bumping me with I'm the so chair. It's my closer. shin. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm going to write this riff in ink. Braille is 90s. Yeah. Because I'm just without any facts, 
without any reason to believe this. I just feel like blind, the blind community of today are using technology. They're not you. They're, they're like, read me this text, read me this letter. Nobody's oh, doing the bumpy bumps. Uh, Maybe they are. <laughs> Maybe they're doing the bumps. You should call them the bumpy, bumpy bumps. bumps. It's like, can we call English the the scrappy squiggles? Yes, but I we're understand. in the power position. <laughs> All right. All right. But I feel. No, I, I know. Let, let me I know. say it this way. I'm sitting with my blind friend. His name is Henry. <laughs> I feel okay saying bumpy bumps because he's like, thank you. That's what it is. I'm over here. You now, guys? see, riffing past this point, I'm in, I'm in the danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the dark. <laughs> Don't say I'm in the dark. Valerie. I wouldn't. You almost did. I would never. I would never. You almost did. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is going to be like a car ride after this where we're going to be like, that whole blind stuff was okay, right? (laughs) I feel okay about it. Okay. I'm saying right now. You're the authority. Am I? (laughs) No. I do come to you a lot going like, is that okay? Yeah. Uh, Listen, we could talk. (laughs) Let's get the drinking one out of the way because it's less fun. Uh, and then we'll do the apparently one. Yeah. But the drinking one was... We had a very serious conversation, conversation where last, you were like, yesterday. And if you dropped into the conversation at this point, you would be like, there must be talking about like day drinking or something. Because you were like, just watch it. You know, just watch it. It's something to be aware of. You know, maybe don't do it every time you think of it. Yeah. Maybe and every it, other time. Yeah, I was like, balance it out. Balance it out. You don't want to... Just be aware. And I was like... If that you, this can change you. Yes. That's what you were saying. That's what I did This say. can change you. This you know, can change you. Repeated exposure like this can change you. It I has a psychological said, effect. I even said I saw it happen to my ex. <laughs> I saw it happen to my ex. I just yeah. don't want to see you go down the same rabbit hole. <laughs> Anyone at the Denny's next to us would be like, oh, that guy's day drinking or... You know what it actually sounds like is weed. I remember my therapist was like, look, if you smoke weed every single day, I'm not saying it's a negative effect on your brain. Yeah. I mean, go with God. (laughs) Get to Stoney Jones listening to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you, man. Stoney Jones. Stoney Jones. New character. New character. Do we do a (laughs) t-shirt? Stoney Jones? There was a time where you were making t-shirts. For everything. That. Will nil. That will nil. Had a lot more free time. Yeah. I would still be doing it. I know. It's a risk-free enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. You can make the Stony Jones t-shirt. And in fact, I'm going to say it. If you come to a show in a Stony Jones t-shirt, you get a hug. Also, I have the limited edition. CP, C3 Pete Holmes? C3 Pete Holmes, which got shut down almost immediately. Yeah, before Lucas. Lucas. I feel like <clears throat> Lucasfilm was all over that algorithm. And Prince. Yeah. Because we had a Prince shirt. Right. And we had a, a Star Wars shirt. And both of those got shut down immediately. But did Piano Keeves? Piano Keys? Keys. No, because Keanu Reeves isn't a, a right, an, an entity, in, right? I, I mean, he is an entity quite literally, but he's, <laughs> he's, he's not an enterprise. There's not a land. There's not a Keanu land at Disneyland. Right. Yeah. There should be. Yeah. There's Bill and Ted's, like the excellent. It's like the excellent egg venture. It's like the breakfast restaurant. <laughs> That's great. Then there's the Matrix for the grown-ups. Right. And then there's, it's you know. It's like the actual, you like walk into. Something's got to give. No. What oh, yeah. It? Something's yeah. got to give. There's a yeah. something got to give. That's just a <laughs> lot. Something's got to give is just a line you wait in to use the bathroom. <laughs> but there's guys dressed like Keanu Doctor. No, something's got to give is like a boutique with like a, that you would see in Laguna. My boutique is actually my technique for picking up booze. <laughs> okay. So I don't know what you mean when you say boutique. All Are right. you talking about my ability to pick up <laughs> booze? Because that's my boutique. Joe, yo, Joe, Joe, Joe. I said Joe instead of yo. Joe, check out my boutique. And then I go and hit on a group of booze. Oh my God. And I'm immediately shut down. And they're like, you got to work on that boutique. <laughs> yeah. So this is like Stony a conversation Jones. that we were having where it sounded like we were talking about your boutique. Well, right. So, <laughs> so, so like things that you that affect your brain that you do every single day. You could say the same about caffeine. Okay, anyway, but it sounds like we're talking about weed. We were talking about me occasionally watching clips of like the Joe Rogan experience or, or usually like guests that I wouldn't be exposed to, like Jordan Peterson, clicking on a Jordan Peterson link. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Yeah, basically. I'm just not going like, that deep. Just like the libertarian bros. I don't even our... know what a libertarian is, but yeah, that. But that's what I saw my ex-husband come become before my very eyes by listening to talk radio. 
Right. Yeah. Talk radio mm-hmm. is like uh, Clockwork Orange. You know yeah. what I mean? When they hold your eyes open and you like before you know it, you think violence is okay or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying libertarianism. I'm sure there are a lot of libertarians. See, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It sounds cool. It sounds like an Arnold Palmer of being liberal and a Unitarian. No, so you think everyone's going to heaven? Couldn't be the opposite of a, of the combo of a liberal and a you're Unitarian. not liberal. Lib- no. libertarian isn't liberal. It's like it's like think about how my dad uses the word liberty. It's that. It's li- like oh it's like my liberty. God overall instead of justice for all this is like a that's my interpretation obviously liberty, i'm biased liberty but it yeah this is uh one of those memes like remember the moment you found what a liberty i yeah, thought yeah. it meant kind of liberal well what it means is they, i'm not embarrassed no no i don't i'm think saying that people laugh there are probably right people now. who are like yeah that could be true that could be, <laughs> could be true. true uh because it is the, it's like you know, liberals are basically, I'm out of my depth a little bit, but liberals are kind of like, we want government involvement in, yeah. you know. And Republicans are like, stay out. And and libertarians are like, but, but Republicans are like, stay out unless it's like abortion. Basically, both, yep. it's kind of like liberals are, want okay, like I, I your body. I think I have known this before. And libertarians are like, stay out. For real. Like truly stay out of everything. So they actually overlap with Republicans and liberals. Are they the bootstrap people? Are Uh, they like... Like pull yourself up from the bootstrap? Are they like, just go make money. Like just go make money. I don't understand. Is it that? No, No. I don't think that's them. They're like... Just two dinguses. You and me. (laughs) I know. Two dinguses (laughs) explaining a political party. Uh, My understanding of them is very much like just uh, very in it it is bootstrap in that it's like very individual it's like yeah. they're like off the grid uh, this is the extreme I think like I, had a conversation. I i want to live my own life i have a right to live my own life without anybody telling me how to personally yeah. live my own life and i think so i had a conversation it was a great conversation but it was somebody i don't know if i necessarily agreed with how could i know but i got the sense that i was like i bet we have different politics yeah. And one of the things that made this person seem different to me was they were all about like life isn't fair. Like that mm-hmm. was like a cornerstone of their world system, yeah. world system, thought worldview. Yeah. A thought right. system. And being like, life isn't fair. Shut up. Like fucking find a way. And uh-huh. I'm over here going, I get it. I am a life. I'm not saying life isn't fair. I'm just saying like I saw unfairness and I I forged away. I had tons of privilege. But the main privilege that I had, I would say, is my uh, psychological makeup, my my mental makeup. Mm -hmm. You could say my fortitude. This is so boring. It's almost over. I'm just saying the way that I sympathize with people that that have more of a freeze response Mm -hmm. to trauma. I had more of a, a fight flight both yeah. <laughs> i was like i'm getting the fuck out of here and i'm punching everyone on my way out like you know what i mean <laughs> yes. i thought that would get a bigger laugh <laughs> but um the people that have a freeze i like it's what i'm saying is we're not all dealt the same skills it's like building a character in a video game you just don't have the same level of whatever charisma energy sure. drive anxiety depression yeah. Uh, you know, overwhelm, all these things. So we have these different levels. Yeah. And one of the things I resent about my people, me, mm-hmm. the guy, the people that are like, I know how to tuck that apple out of that guy who loves Apple's hands. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't worry, everybody. I know, like George Clooney and fucking Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Like yes. the gift of gab, go yeah. up, be charming, be engaging, be yeah. likable, find a way, don't take no for an answer or get a no. Uh, really what it is is like, we were just talking, you and I were just talking about this this morning, is like picking your moments, mm. when to like stand up for yourself and when to let it slide. Yeah. That is like one of the most difficult to explain traits that I yeah. am the most grateful for. Meaning there are times when I'm working with somebody and you just let it slide. Yeah. You could say, hey, yeah. this, this, and this. But you just have this sense of like, this is kind of how dinner is served. Yeah. Like, did they get 
the the nachos with all the bits of meat on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 But is there another course coming? Yes. And just wait. Yes. The art of doing nothing. Yeah. It's a very difficult skill. It's a, it's a difficult skill to talk about. Yeah. But anyway, I have these... The wheeling and dealing skill. <laughs> wheeling and dealing. Yeah. Precisely. But what I resent from the wheeling and dealing group, of mm-hmm. which I'm a card-carrying member, mm-hmm. is that the wheeling and dealing folks often go around saying to the non-wheeling and dealing folks, why don't you dumb fucks just wheel Wheel and deal. Yes. Which to me is like someone saying, hey, Pete, why don't you just ride a unicycle or why don't you run a marathon or why don't you reply to emails in a timely fashion? Like there's a lot of things that my overwhelm locks me up. And the wheeling and dealings, Mm -hmm. especially after a cup of coffee or a cocktail or God help you, a cigar, which (laughs) often is, I think, the the Jordan from I'm not a Jordan Peterson expert. I'm just saying. These are these are the like, well, get out there and fucking do it. You know, just get right. out there and build a skill. This is a terrible Jordan and Peterson <laughs> I don't impression. Know him, so get I don't out know there him. and you know you gotta do it. I can't I can't. <laughs> I can picture it and hear it in my mind. Sounds like somebody, but not him. <laughs> I'm just saying that advice, which I re- I respond to it. When somebody is like, just go do it, I'm like, that's fucking right. I should just go do it. Yeah. There's people in my family, I have close, close friends that Mm -hmm. just aren't shake their hands, look them in the eye and tell them your skills. You know what I mean? And and improve and shine and shimmer. And I'm like, yeah, the world's fucking crazy. Have you been out there? There's not just fucking Aragorn, son of Arathorns. There's elves and there's dwarves and there's golems and there's (laughs) hobbits. And like the fucking Aragorns arrogant there's arrogant son of arithant going around and i'm i'm saying this from their side so when i watch some of those videos one of the reasons i like them is because i feel like they're talking to people like me that sometimes do just need a kick in the ass to go like i'm not talking about watching uh anything that's like fiercely I'm not hitting the hot button issues. I know Jordan's uh, Jordan Peterson's gotten in trouble. I'm just talking about general kind of like motivation, just like, you gotta get up every day and have some fucking meaning in your life. You know, like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Light Peterson. Sure. And I can enjoy that. But I do notice that it makes me a little bit more rigid. It makes me a little bit more of a warrior right. and less of a, and warrior is too flattering. It makes me too blunt. Not, yeah. Blunt is better. Because the- blunt is not always great. Yeah. Warriors like cool. Fuck that shit. I just mean blunt and a little heavy. Well, the thing that you were watching that we like kind that sorry, kind of started of this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is why I'm saying you can't just Yeah, right? Watch facts. It. it was like it was Joe Rogan and two guys I didn't know and Brian Callen talking about like JFK and it was very just like dude dude no this guy saw the bullet this the, like and oh, what do you th- and they're like talking my, over my each penis other went and inside like my body one when I watched and that like too. Brian Callen was like but what about the blah 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 and they're like did you seriously say that <laughs> yeah, like, yeah 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 so yeah. to me it's just all masculine energy it's oh, all yeah. ma- it's all masculine energy no, no, so of for course real, for I get real. I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing I'm saying. Of course, that would appeal to people who have masculine energy who that resonates with. But what's funny is I do have a limit. You can put too much iced tea in my Arnold Palmer. That's right. And I'm like, this is where's the where's the sweet lemon flavor? Like and when I watched that, I I was not into it. Oh, I know. At all. And I was a little embarrassed that I was watching it when you walked in. No. Because it was Um, not not in a bad way. Yeah. One of the, what do you got? What do you, what do you got? What do you got? I just was, so that's why when we were having this conversation, I was like, make sure you're like hearing your, li- even, I mean, it, it, it can of course be men, but it's like for every Joe Rogan and but Brian Callen, like make sure you have like a Richard Rohr and a James Finley. No, it's so <laughs> and, like, true. Just like some like feminine flow and just call it lemonade just a lemonade just a sweet little lemonade no it's very true there's a there's an underlying thought system to all of that which is if we're wearing the right suit jordan peterson have the right body eat the right thing like i you know i love dr huberman get sunlight in my eyes do breath work all this stuff there's not a lot of like and then what like, I've really been tripping out lately, mm. as I almost always am, on it's all just now. And mm. I know that's just something we say, but it's all just now, meaning it is sort of, cosmically speaking, instantaneous. Meaning, at the end of the day, 
it's not about rocking the day or mm-hmm. figuring out the JFK assassination <laughs> or even like doing the carnivore diet and fucking lifting more every day. Growth, 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 growth. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy that stuff, but it's devoid of like deeper meaning. There's no right. why to it. Yeah. It's like, why? Winning, that's why. Shut the fuck up, that's why. Because right. it's awesome to eat awesome food and to lift <laughs> awesome things yeah. and to be faster than I was yesterday. And and there is a little Richard Rohr hobbit, you know, hermit in my mind with a cane just kind of watching going like, it's fine, it's fine. That's but also right. going like, but why? Why? Yeah. Can we ask ourselves what it is, huh? You know, just like, <laughs> yeah. and and I that love- that is completely devoid. And the way that I see that is often, and I sympathize, but when people do the Joe Rogan experience, which again, we're saying I enjoy from, from time to time, when people go on, I, I feel bad sometimes because it's so powerful. It's so mm. charged mm. and heightened. Mm. Oh, it's the biggest fucking show. Everyone's listening. It could just be that. Yeah. Meaning I'm not saying it's an environment that Joe makes or anything. See, yeah. I have to be like polite, but I, I, I don't, this isn't me de- being disrespectful. I'm just saying it's such a fucking, there's, there's going to be a clip. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a rare person <laughs> that can go on that show and like hold their own. But even that, what I'm saying, it, it feels athletic. Like it's, it's not, sure. it's, it's competitive, not like, even though it's like, he's yeah. hosting you, you're a guest. Right. It's like they the, found a masculine way to even do that. That's what I'm saying. Where and, you're and, like, now like sing for your supper. And that is fine. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of things. That's stern. That's yeah. fucking stern. Yeah, that's we've that's had for this. Sure, true. Yeah, I just I've, I'm just pointing out a difference on my on our pod. It's like you're the guest. I tell them like you can edit out anything you want. You know what I mean? Like it's it's no yeah. it's not a gotcha show. It's fine. And maybe they do that too. I don't know. I liked when I did Joe Rogan. I had a good experience. Yeah. But like I just watch other people who maybe aren't the wheeling and dealing types go like. Jesus, you know, like they're yeah. just like this yeah. guy, everyone's smoking cigars. Like I just want to talk about my book about neuroplasticity or whatever it might be. Yeah, no, it just is, and I'm not an expert because I don't listen to it or watch it. But the way that I feel is like this is such a like you've thrown dogs in a pen and they're all out for themselves. I I it's know what like, you mean. It's like a situation where I don't feel like my perspective would ever be considered with an open heart. Right. And I think a lot of well, people that, feel that I way. I think we talked about, didn't we talk about this? That, And again, look, this is the last time I'm going to say it. I just understand. I'm never going to attack. This is not an easy thing to do to create all that content. Oh, yeah. Good people, and, fine, it's okay. There, no no hardcore shots fired here. No. There, what you're saying, though, is there there can be a lack of, of subtlety and gentleness, which yeah. I think is fair to say, yes. right? <laughs> so I remember, I don't, remind me if we talked about this, but they were pulling up, it was Billy Burr, and they were talking shit, as they as they sometimes do about it's a little body shaming like talking about heavier people mm. and so they're riffing on it and i don't know the algorithm fed me this video and i'm watching it and they start talking about how jennifer lawrence was like complaining that she had to lose weight for a movie mm. and there and by the way i've been doing stand up for over 20 years I get it. I know what it's like being in the green room. You're going for the riff. You're going for the laugh. But it's not very subtle. Yeah. So they're riffing about it. It's like, you're a movie star. What the fuck? You got? You want to look great because you're on the silver screen. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. The article that they're pulling up that I know they can read, it's in a large font, <laughs> says she was asked to lose like 20 pounds in two weeks. Yeah. So that is the level of subtlety that's being steamed out, like homogenized out in the name of riffing and comedy, but that doesn't really excuse it. It's like, I was watching, and maybe they do, I just watched a clip. I'm just waiting for someone to go, yeah, but it says in two weeks. So she's, some fucking skis is going like, you're too heavy, you have two weeks to lose 20, or whatever it was. See, now I'm getting my facts wrong. But I do remember it was two weeks. I don't know how much weight it was. And I'm like, that's, 
You know, I, I think Jennifer Lawrence, as any actress, actor in Hollywood, myself included, knows what it's like to feel under pressure and sometimes being told to get in shape for a thing. That yeah. happens. I think the time and removing that element removed that level of subtlety. And now we're just going like, ah, you can't, you can't, you can't do some setups. I'm yeah. like, I don't think that's the story. The whole headline isn't being represented. That's uh, That's absolutely true on the like, they should at least or could at least do that. That's the most basic level. But this is what I mean. There's never going to be, it seems, anybody on there that would do that, let alone go. And also, you know, women have been objectified and hypersexualized since the beginning of right. time. And so probably she's feeling like, can't I just do a good job here? P- potentially the role had nothing to do with... right a certain size and they're just making her a sports car. Yeah. And like, just because she's an object. So, and it kind (laughs) of, it kind of goes into that, the Fallon article that came out where it was like, a lot of it was built, a lot of the like irregularity and some of the abuse that was happening on that set, which I, I just read about. I haven't um, haven't read this yet. Was, was sort of built on the back of you're lucky to have this job. And that Uh. doesn't stop because you're Jennifer Lawrence. It doesn't stop because you're Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. It just keeps going. And it never, you know, everybody's pretty savvy going like, you know, that's a person. Like, we're we're not as tabloidy as we used to be. There's a more, Mm -hmm. maybe it's Instagram, who knows, you know, more awareness, more insight into their personal lives. Mm -hmm. So you go like, that's a person. They they just had a baby. Like, why are we calling them whatever on the cover of the Enquirer? But I think there is still, you know, obviously, clearly what we're saying is like, there's still yeah, in, in uh, insensitivities. And there still is a degree of like, once you become very famous, you belong to us yeah. and you look how we want you to look and you marry who we want you to marry. Yeah. And you like, you're, you're, you owe the public details about your life, you know, like covers where you look gorgeous you know, it's like it's so shitty. Yeah. It's got to feel insane I agree. to be on that end. And that is sort of like a, they're not a real person. They are like a sports car. They are yeah. like a prop. And you know, yeah. yeah. Um, even even it's happening in the smallest degree in this conversation. I feel like where like you have to maybe watch your words a little bit more about other people than I do. Cause I'm like, there's not going to be a headline. That's like Valerie says she doesn't care for the Joe yeah. Rogan experience. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that <laughs> and is, I also know, I don't think that's bullshit. I, I you're, you're representing yourself accurately as Daddy, I know. I've, I've talked about this a bunch. It's like once you're, playing a game once you're in a system and i am saying my feelings you are i am saying them diplomatically though yes because i don't want to be yanked not that i honestly this isn't false humility i don't think that's happening yeah there's nobody (laughs) jamie can you pull that up pete said what (laughs) oh that we didn't have a subtle enough conversation who fucking cares (laughs) yeah that is not they're talking about like this today's ufo sighting you know what i mean and having (laughs) major political candidates on nobody cares about my mild opinion (laughs) yeah um, but that being said, I once you're in bed with certain agendas, like you don't want bridges burned or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's I, smart. I think that's really smart. I'm just saying like... Well, th- welcome to the wheeling and dealings. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the wheeling and dealings, I baby. really, by the way, appreciate that you recognize that as a, as a non-wheeler and dealer. Yeah. Although I, I have my own versions of it. But just like... I think I think often people who are successful in any specific thing assume everyone else could do it. Yeah, even I was saying that women, t- the some of the women that I know who are Enneagram eights, which is the challenger, tend to have the perspective in like a me too situation of like, why didn't the girl just leave? Yeah. Cause like they would have no problem doing that. Right. But like, it's just such a good reminder that everybody is different. So anytime you're like, why don't you just do this? And here's the real challenging one. Why don't my parents just go to therapy? <laughs> like that. I, I'm not sure. That, that's you. challenging to me is like, I, cause I just asked myself like, what do I do that with? 
Oh, and you, like, you impose it on your parents. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's easy for me to go to therapy. That's, it's really difficult for them to go to I'm therapy. I'm glad that you mentioned that because that's been coming up a lot lately. It's a, it's another version of if I were them, I'd be them yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But I've been trying. So today's Course in Miracles lesson was so gorgeous. It was like, it was something like, forgive the sort of Christian imagery, but it was like, I can... I can only crucify myself, basically, mm. and the and the you know breakdown of it was if I attack, I am attacked. But if I forgive, I'm giving myself salvation, mm. and everything I do, I do to myself. Yeah, and I was like, wow, that's fucking dope. Yeah. So lately, I've been trying to really deeply forgive and understand my family, everybody in my family, mm. and one of the ways that I've been doing that is uh, trying to go like, we talked about this, I think last time, What I did the work on like, in order to be safe, I need my parents to understand me in a way that I consider understanding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I need them to know me in a way that I can, that's what knowing is. Yeah. Deep eye contact, like re- record, like going, I, I hear you saying, I understand. But then you're like, I've been trying to get in touch with my mother coming over from Lithuania on a boat when she was seven Mm -hmm. with a family that, you know, I I can't know for sure, but I don't think they were like emotionally intelligent geniuses, meaning Mm -hmm. there wasn't, because they were all so tired. (laughs) You know what I mean? They were also spread too thin and there just wasn't as much care and gentleness as there is now, as we have with Leela certainly, and as I had. So everybody's doing better, but I've been just picturing my dad in like a Newsies cap in a (laughs) sepia-toned Boston, Massachusetts, and just how fucking, I don't want to gaslight myself, but I don't want to gaslight myself the other way, the hatred way, the bile in my mouth way. I want to be real and go like, I think he grew up in a time when that, everyone does what they have to do. Yeah. And Gary Goldman just did the pod and he pushed back as Rain Wilson did when I go, I really feel like my parents did the best they did because that's what they did. Yes. And people go like, couldn't they, but they could have done this and this and then done better. And I'm like, I think if they could, they would, because could isn't just the ability to, let's say, read a book on modern parenting. It's having that modeled for you, that that is a good thing to do. Having friends in your circle that are doing that. Like, we're not in charge. We yeah. want to think we're in charge, but like I'm a product. I'm a product of my environment. Mm. It's from The Departed. <clears throat> but like I want my environment to be a product of me. But <laughs> but we are the products of our environments. And as much as I can go like, you should be better. I knew people that went to therapy. Then I went to therapy. Yeah. I knew people that. Yeah, sure. Like I keep talking about Rob and Kristen Bell. Like we moved into a beautiful place and, and knew that that would be okay and we wouldn't lose our minds. Well, we saw other people do it. So these mm-hmm. things have been modeled. That's, yeah, did that's Did any true. of that make sense? Absolutely. I, well, I think to the forgiveness element and like seeing where they're from. Well, okay, let me start with this. I do think people are only as conscious as they can be. Yeah. Like that. that's true. I, th- I also think that, you know, growing up and being, having a mature brain is being able to hold two sometimes contradicting truths at the same time. Yeah. So I think it is like they did the best they could and it wasn't enough in a lot of ways. Like that's, both of those things are true. We could say, I, I, I'm hearing you. I'm just like, I wonder if we could amend the language. It wasn't enough. It wasn't as much as I wanted. Okay, sure. I would say it wasn't as much as you deserved even. I know you might not be comfortable with that, but I'll say that on behalf of your this innocent child coming in. In some ways, not in all ways. Yeah, I hear you. But in like some certain emotional support ways, you you deserved more i also i'm if the the like forgiving and seeing where they're coming from i'm interested in that only if it alleviates your suffering if it's to be good if it's to let them off the hook if it's to do any other thing then leave relieve your suffering then that's not helpful. We don't need that. That's fine. Let's like, write that it in can pen. be true. I hear that. And that's why I said the lesson today, it's completely for myself and not just to, f- I, I love 
I love this line of investigation, by the way, because <laughs> we don't want to gaslight and we don't want to repress. Yeah. And you don't want to bypass either. So, because sometimes, you know, to me, it's like forgiveness is on the other side of the fucking battlefield of the, all the rage and the sadness and the grief and the trauma <laughs> releasing and all of that. Mm. And I am speaking from my very specific lens of I often use understanding where my parents come from to completely squelch my anger and sadness so that I don't have to feel it. Mm. Like, and it happens so fast. Like, I will be a little bit mad about something and I'll go, well, you know, that blah, blah, blah. Like, this is, that was how they were raised and they didn't, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, I have an ex, like a sprinkler system goes off and totally washes out or extinguishes that fire. Mm. But then there's still like some smoldering <laughs> coals yeah, yeah. that will get ignited very easily because I didn't just let the fire burn out to ash. Yeah. You know that's what I so mean? so good. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> I, I'm not... I'm not telling you how to heal. I'm just saying I'm speaking from that that lens that sometimes forgiveness can also be like, let's just like jump to understanding so that we don't have to feel the very uncomfortable feeling of like yeah. being mad and sad at our parents, yeah. you know, and you might not have that issue. No, I do. Of course I do. I think what you just said applies to every living person. <laughs> yeah. I had a, a phone call with my brother and... um. It doesn't matter what the details were, but he was filling me in on something. And and I, my, one of my favorite parts, first of all, my brother and I are just so close these days and just really love and respect one another. And it's great having a big brother. Yeah. And it took mm. us a long time to I get there. Know, I, I actually said it. this to him. I was like, I don't try to like you or respect you or be oh. impressed by you. I just do. The like there, there is a like... I, like telling yourself you do, and you're like, no, it happened. I have a big brother. That's the two great. of you are reparenting each other yeah, in the most beautiful way. It's so, and it almost means more that you that wasn't always your relationship. No, it is. It, and uh, we we had a really nice chat about it because my brother and I weren't close growing up, mm -hmm. and he's apologized for that. But that wasn't this. We weren't mm -hmm. apologized. We've moved past. Like, I'm sorry, I wasn't there. We're at a place now where it's like everybody did what they had to do. Yeah. And my brother survive. was like a more of a flight. And I was like, I'm going to stay and try wheel and wheel and deal. And deal. Yeah. I'm going to wheel and deal and see if I can get everybody like United Nations style kind of yeah. agreeing. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? My brother, wheel and deal. And... Um, oh, but we, we were, look, I'm a little, I'm not there yet to draw the line that everyone will draw <laughs> when I say this. Mm. But someone recommended the book Disarming the Narcissist. Mm -hmm. And after three prefaces and forwards and introductions that I was yelling at. Which is so interesting to Yelling at you're them, like, going, I shut the fuck up. <laughs> the, disarming the Narcissist, third edition, has a lot more. Shut the fuck up, I'm in pain. Yeah, yeah I need I'm instant in pain. relief. Get to the tips. Mm. You're about to hear a lot of tips that help in relationships with narcissists. Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. I was so, <laughs> I was so hurting yeah. that I was like, this isn't a book. Yeah. I'm drowning. Would you throw me a lifeline? And I'm not giving that book shit. In fact, I'm about to praise it. Yeah. The but first, go ahead. I do think it is notable. And, and we all do this. I do this too. That you're, in, that, you know, uh, nobody, everybody's going to be able to guess what I'm about to say. But instead of like dropping down and feeling the feelings, your brain is trying to find relief, like as fast as it can through knowledge understanding yeah for sure yeah it's trying to organize it and it's like I quickly hear you help out, me but this was after a phone call with my brother where i was saying every year around this time i dread that the calendar this arbitrary thing insists that families get together oh yeah and i am i feel like a rat a trapped rat and i feel like as you and you know this so please don't feel like i'm pointing a finger at you. You love Christmas. Mm -hmm. And the day after Thanksgiving, Christmas music comes on mm -hmm. and it breaks it breaks my heart a little bit. And mm -hmm. by the way, we're going to do it. 
I love that you love it. Well, I love that Lila loves well, it. And there's we're a, gonna come up with a game no, plan. And there's a large part of me that loves it. But there's another part that I'm working with and I talk with my brother with where I go, I feel like a werewolf or like mm-hmm. some sort of monster. And I said a broken toy. Like I feel like a broken toy. Mm-hmm. The whole world is like celebrating and I'm just going like, how do I negotiate the nuance of what I want? what my family wants and like all that. And I'm just, I'm like, even as I say it now, I feel my insides start to twist. Mm -hmm. So I spent a good, I'm I'm not saying this defensively. I'm just saying I was in the shit. I was feeling sad. I was feeling angry, but mostly sad and talking about it, not just going for the fire extinguisher. Sure. But there was some time of just going like, this is uncomfortable and just feeling it. Yeah. Then I put on the book. And at that point I was like, Sh- I don't care. Like one of the things at the end of the thing, nobody cares, but it goes like the forward ends and it goes like forward by Dr. Bill McDoug from the McDoug Institute chairman. I, it gave like credits <laughs> chairman of the McDoug foundation <laughs> McDoug. founded 1998 PhD. Columbia University. I'm, it I'm really like gris- gripping the wheel, yeah. yelling, shut the fuck up, yeah. risking my life to s- try and find a way to skip. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, we get to it. Let's go to the mid rolls real quick because we're at 45 and we only have about an hour. So when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about more about disarming the narcissist because it was so helpful. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do the apparently thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know if you're like me. I've got a very, very active brain, and very often thoughts keep me up at night. Sometimes I get up to pee, I come back to bed, and it just starts flooding out. Repetitive, unhelpful, obsessive thoughts, stress, anxiety. There's always something to worry about. Turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away, and I know this from experience, is to talk them through. These are unresolved things that are begging for our attention, and talk therapy is a wonderful way to unravel that web. Therapy gives you a place to do this so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. I've benefited so much from therapy. I always say it's greater than the sum of its parts. Talking to a trained professional helps in ways that honestly, I don't think we even fully understand. It's a deeply human thing. It's a need and it makes a difference. It's gotten me out of toxic relationships, bad work situations. It's helped me get healthier in my body because when I clean it up upstairs, it helps me clean up my life in the third dimension. It's a huge coping skill. It's a huge way to set boundaries with family, with friends, with work, and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weirdo today for 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weirdo. We're also brought to us by another product that has absolutely changed my life for the better. It's a part of my morning routine. Here we are on Monday morning. I just did this. Element. Element is a uh, delicious additive. It's, it's silly to call it a powder. It's so much more than that that you pour in your water. For me, I got this from Dr. Huberman. Every morning, I start with water that has minerals in it. We're talking about magnesium, potassium, and sodium to jumpstart your day. It's incredible for after workouts, but it's also just a part of my routine, flooding my system with that stuff that it's craving. Healthy hydration is what we're talking about. And Element knows it's not just about water. It's about water plus electrolytes. The problem is so many things that have electrolytes in them are crammed with sugar. This is zero sugar. I do it when I'm fasting. It doesn't break my fast. Element is a huge part of my wellness program, part of my morning routine that I genuinely look forward to. I start it. I like their watermelon salt in the morning. Sometimes at night, I do their chocolate salt, uh, and I do it hot, like a hot chocolate. It's incredible, especially when I'm fasting. feels like I'm giving myself a treat. But like I said, I'm flooding my cells with this very, very specific blend. It's an optimum ratio of sodium, potassium, and magnesium. 
for health, performance, energy, and recovery. Because when you're not hydrated, what, what happens? Headaches, low energy, cramps, confusion, it sucks. So get yourself something that makes water taste way better, makes me drink more water, which is awesome. Get it in and enjoy it and uh, get those elements that you need. L-M-N-T, by the way. It's not element, it's L-M-N-T. They have a fantastic offer for us. Just go to drinklmnt, drinkelement.com slash weird and use promo code weird at checkout and you'll get a free element sample pack when with your order when you order. My, my friend Ken, who, who's a, a longtime friend of mine, listener of the podcast, he texted me, he's like, is Element legit? I texted him back, I was like, it is legit. And now he sends me pictures of him drinking it. It's fucking, it's the best. Get it in your daily routine. You will not regret it, especially after you exercise. It's a fantastic feeling to get those things back into your body that you are craving. Drinkelement.com slash weird. Okay, we're back. So real, real fast, in the first chapter when the book finally <laughs> got to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I was in a pain pain place, so I'm sure the intros are lovely if you're just <laughs> sipping a goddamn lemonade. <laughs> but uh, once we got into the first chapter, it was what I was hoping for, mm-hmm. which I was like, it was like somebody showing me a map of my life, mm-hmm. like laying out a, mm-hmm. a document and going like, look... And in the first chapter, and again, I'm not diagnosing anybody. I know that's very trendy. I'm just saying that some of the issues, like inability to apologize, was addressed immediately. Which is like pinpointing the issue issue that you're dealing with currently. Which I I actually said to Gary Goldman, I was like, I think you helped me point out what my dad's apology sounds like. It doesn't Mm. sound like what I would want it to sound like, but it's kind of there. Anyway, Mm. that's me you know, sifting through the sands here. Yeah. But all that aside, all that like optimism and compassion aside, it did help me to go like, oh, this, but not just like finger wagging. This is why. This mm-hmm. is what it feels like for somebody potentially else to apologize. Like it feels kind of like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like the end of their life. Yeah. So I was like, that's helpful. Now we're not just talking about a relationship or a person, mm-hmm. we're talking about a type of personality potentially mm-hmm. that is different. Yeah. And it and now we can more dispassionately unpack it and work with it. But in that first chapter, it it wasn't it wasn't just one person. A lot of things in my life were coming together mm. and going like this is helping me, giving me some clarity. So I'm gonna be doing some more digging on narcissistic personality disorder and yeah. Again, not to label and dismiss, but to rather go like, what what is happening? Mm -hmm. Like, talk about not being in control. If something's happening, our friend Jen was like, it's almost like a possession. Yeah, it's like there's a there's something in the way to stop someone, especially if this is exactly what you want, from going like snapping out of it and going like, I hear you. Yeah, that must have been really hard for you. Yeah, that wasn't my intention but I'm humiliated and, and, and mortified that that's how I made you feel. Yeah. I'm so sorry. What can we do yeah. to prevent that in the future? Because that's the last thing I want yeah. in this relationship. <laughs> right. Well, that felt good just to say. I know. And you can. You can keep saying those things to yourself, to your child self. Or I could just eat. I just love eating. <laughs> just like a whole pizza. Um, I, I think that like... Wait, I'm losing it. I'm feeling it slip away. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think you're doing great work. I want to say that. And, Preach. And, um, oh, that's what I was going to say. So he, reading about this stuff, like co- context is so important for like contextualizing and containing, putting in, you know, making a shape around trauma is so important because trauma, especially complex trauma where there's not like one event to point to, is so nebulous and mercurial and you're just like, it's so intertwined with everything. You're like, I don't know if this is me or what, or like, should I be fixing this or whose roles? It's all Mm. so hard. So like having somebody say, hey, there's a name for this thing, this behavior, and all of it is this, 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 like here's the list of behaviors. And you're like, yeah, 
That's yeah. it. Like all of a sudden the walls start to build and like a container starts to form. Yes. And then there's edges, which means there is something somewhere where this is not. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's not just your whole reality anymore. It's being contained to this sort of concept and experience. Yeah. And then there's like a way out where that's not your only experience. <laughs> right. It's funny that the book is called Disarming the Narcissist because I'm like, I'm not really interested in disarming. I just want to understand. Like, it, yeah. it, it is for people that are like married to people that are like co-parenting. Like, mm. you have to. And I'm just like, I'd really just like to have some understanding, take things less personally. Well, maybe it's like disarming for you. It's like disarming him in your mine in like how much authority he yeah, has that's, over that's your right. own yeah, I like that experience I like that um okay apparently yeah <laughs> so this was a, a really funny moment I, wa- I wonder if I can do it on stage I don't think so but it's the most dad energy thing I've ever done <laughs> and you were sending our we we have an e-bike as you guys probably know they were a sponsor <laughs> And uh, apparently, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that, but like, yeah, you shouldn't leave well, an e-bike plugged in. Yeah, it's something that the guy at the bike shop told me. Yeah, he's like, it's one out of twenty thousand, but he's like, it's just don't mess around with leaving these things plugged. And it says in the instructions too, don't leave it plugged in for more than twelve hours, yeah. stuff like that. But yeah. the guy at the bike shop was like, for real, it, it, because in New York City, I think they charge so many of them. You know, there's yeah. couriers and stuff that like sometimes there's accidents, there's like fires. Yeah. So I, <laughs> you're sending our babysitter. I forgot to unplug our e-bike. Yeah. We're in the car. Leela's in the back. You're our, sending a voice text. To, to our house sitter. Our house sitter. Yeah. And I'm like, before you started sending it, I'm like, could you please tell her to unplug the e-bike yeah so i'm like sending her all of the instructions but i'm like voice dictating it so i'm like the bunnies and chickens have food and water just check on the bunnies every day and can you also unplug the e-bikes and then i lean over and go apparently it can cause a fire (laughs) like i projected my voice into your voice text not a voice memo but like it wrote it out yes yeah yeah yeah. it was like the most it was like my pen it was a uniball vision pen it was i was writing it in ink it was an onyx i leaned over apparently it can cause a fire and when i did it it made so much sense the moment after i did it it stopped making any sense i was like what am i doing I'm over here going like, if you don't incentivize, I'm trying to wheel and deal. Yeah. If you don't incentivize her, why is she going to remember that? You have to be like, it's yeah. a hazard. She'll never, she'll never do what she's being asked to do unless she knows that it could be a fire. And, and the- just like not being like, you know, maybe add apparently it can cause a fire. <laughs> you, you right. I just pose. did it. I was like, it was so <laughs> hyper blunt masculine <laughs> that I was like. I'm going to say it. Val's going to keep it. We're going to keep going. <laughs> Apparently, it can cause a fire. And then you're just going to go, and, and uh, uh, <laughs> the back door is locked, but the, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we laughed really hard when that happened. And really, then, really hard. This is the best part. We laughed really hard. Yeah. And but Leela didn't know why. Yeah. Because so, why is that funny? It, what? Right. So I the quick ex- explanation we gave her was, we were like, dad out leaned over and said apparently it can cause a fire you know like to my phone or whatever and now anytime one of us is voice dictating a text she goes she'll go up apparently i can cause a fire (laughs) and then laughs her butt off yeah so now we have our our little first first family inside family joke joke. yeah isn't that special yeah Uh, apparently it can cause a fire (laughs) 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 all right i we're doing this Wednesday morning because I'm I'm burning it at both ends. I know. And we were just in St. Louis and I'm on my way to Raleigh. And I don't normally do two weekends back to back, but, you know, uh, not a lot happening in show business. So I was like, let's do it. <laughs> yep. But I'm so glad we got this time. Yeah, me too. We literally were like, we have one hour. We did it. There was we one, one hour, hour where we could do it. I'm glad we did. Yeah. And thank you. I always... 
I mean, it's just a gift you give us every week, Val. It's like I talk about all these overwhelming feelings and mm-hmm. you help us. I think you help everyone that's listening Aww. navigate them. And there, it's not, feelings are no joke. No. It's like, I feel like even having talked about what we've talked about, mm. like the tension, usually I feel less tension, but today we kind of did some confronting and it was, yeah. it was hard. Yeah. I'm just saying like, We've said this a million times. When you're not feeling a feeling, you're like, feeling? Who fucking cares? Feelings? Fucking get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. And when you're feeling feelings, you're like, no, there's nothing but feelings. Yeah. Like all there is is feelings. So real. And so you helping me and and thereby, I think, everyone listening with how to like welcome, work with, Mm. understand, Mm. and not bypass or gaslight or you know, mm. it's, it's invaluable. It's why we do it every week. Mm, that's it's, it's really the work cool. that we that's always there to do. Well, I think that that you help people with your vulnerability and letting us like see as it's happening in real time, which is so uncomfortable. It's so much easier to be like, I worked through this thing last year, and now I'm on the other side. Well, that's because we we do these pods now in real time. Yeah, and. And yeah, it is more of a like, this is now. That, that I talked to my brother yesterday. Yeah, this is happening <laughs> right now. You're on like such a big healing journey and everybody mm. listening, I'm sure, is benefiting from I getting hope so. the inside scope. For me and for everyone, I, if we can just kind of like process and... Yeah. Now I, I don't want to sound too... Uh, <laughs> complimentary of our own no, show. No, 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 too practical and be like, and move on and, and oh. then we can wheel and deal again. That's not <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, no. life is tricky. I'm glad we all have each other, that we have this community and, and that we have each other. Yeah. All right, babies, keep it crispy. You kind of said something weird. I know. And because I also said scope earlier and I meant to say scoop. <laughs> I said you gave us the inside scope, and then I was like, uh-huh. "Do I just leave this?" <laughs> I didn't catch that. I must have been deep. You in were thought. talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Um, okay, let me try that again. Take two. Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs>